Hi, and welcome to episode 88 of the iPhone Life podcast. I'm Donna Cleveland, Editor-in-Chief at iPhone Life. I'm David Averbach, CEO and Publisher. And I'm Sarah Kingsbury, Senior Web Editor. Each episode, we bring to you the best apps, top tips, and great gear in the iOS world. This week, we want to talk to you about fall product release rumors. We're still a couple months out before Apple releases a new iPhone and presumably other new products. Uh, but we know everyone's starting to think about it, and so we want to talk to you about every all the rumors we've been hearing about the product releases this fall. Um, so before we do that, though, we want to talk to you about our daily tip of the week. This week, um, if you don't know, if you haven't signed up before, uh, if you go to iphonelife.com slash daily tips, you can become a subscriber to get one free video tip every day that teaches you something cool you can do in just a minute. Uh, this week we have how to delete suggested email contacts in mail on iPhone. So this is one that I found really helpful because a lot of times I type fast on my phone and will make mistakes. And so when you're using the mail app on your phone and you're typing in an email address in the to field, your phone remembers the old things that you've mistyped. And so you'll have a suggestion, suggestion that maybe you don't want. So now next time you're doing that, you, as you're typing, you'll see your list of suggestions pop up. If you see the mistaken one or just an email address you, you don't want to email anymore, if someone's updated their email address, tap the little info icon to the right of that address. And from there you can um, tap remove from recents and then it just won't show up anymore. So this is a tip that uh, I found extremely useful. Do you guys use this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I typo so many times with email. You and it's like sometimes they're hard to notice the typo. It's hard to tell that you did it. Yeah. And so when you like when you do notice going and removing, it's really important. Otherwise, you'll just continually do it. Yeah. And the other thing is, I have like four different email addresses, and I've updated over the years. A lot of people do. So it's not even just for typos. Yeah, a lot of times, that's a good tip. I'll be typing, and I have my cousin, for instance, has updated four times. I'm like, wait, which which is the most recent address? Because so they are showing up. The other so once you yeah. know, just remove like remove that. those suggestions, and you'll always be sure to email the right person or the right address. Um, so go to iPhoneLife.com/slash/daily-tips if you want more tips like this. We also want to share a question from one of our Insider subscribers. If you don't know what Insider is, iPhone Life Insider is our premium subscription. It's a full educational service. So if you have, uh, if you love your Apple devices but you feel like you're not getting the most out of them, this subscription's awesome. We have in-depth guides that teach you. We have an iPad guide, an Apple Watch guide, iPhone. So you'll learn a comprehensive. Um, you'll get comprehensive material on how to use your devices. You get a digital subscription to our magazine and our full archive and video versions of our daily tips. Uh, you also get Ask an Editor, which is a feature where you get access to our experts. So if you have a tech question, you can email in and ask. Sarah is the one who answers these questions. <laughs> uh, so she, she has a question from one of our insiders that she wanted to share. Um, I chose this because it touches on something that drives me crazy about mm -hmm. my iPhone X. Um, our insider writes, yesterday while riding my motorcycle and using Google Maps on my iPhone, I'm going to assume that she was pulled over. <laughs> um, I accidentally called 911 after touching the screen to start the app. I don't know how this happened while on Google Maps. Any thoughts or tips? <laughs> um, well, it's actually not related to the fact that you were using Google Maps. It's actually related to the fact that you were like holding your phone 
and then you probably without meaning to squeezed your side button and one of the volume buttons and that's also by the way why you're taking five zillion screenshots by accident yeah oh. so many so, screenshots but if you because if you just briefly do that it will take a screenshot if you do it and hold it you'll call 911 um, and you can't turn off this emergency SOS feature, but what you can do is stop your phone from automatically calling 911. So if you go into settings and go to emergency SOS, um, you can toggle uh, auto call off. And that way the emergency SOS screen will still pop up if you accidentally you know, squeeze those two buttons at the same time, but it won't call 911 unless you tell it to. And that's important. So <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's such a double-edged sword because you the, it's an if, if you are in an emergency, it's really nice to be able to A quickly call 911 and B covertly call 911 if it's a situation where you may not want somebody to know you're calling 911. But the number of times people accidentally call 911 versus like the probability of being in an emergency where you want to covertly and quickly do it. It seems like it's not worth having on, in my opinion. What do you guys think? Do you have this feature on or off? I have auto call off. Okay. I, I have auto call off, but uh, you have to like swipe to. Yeah, yeah, do yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I do. I I have but it. It still seems pretty covert. Yeah, I have it on, but it's out of sheer I mean, laziness. I just keep forgetting to yeah, turn it off. Yeah, that's the problem. Is it's a default setting. Yeah. So if yeah. you haven't turned it off, then it's on. And if you're an Apple Watch user, it's even, in my opinion, even worse because it's the button on your uh, your on side your, button. Yeah, the side button which is facing your wrist. So if you sometimes have your wrist at a weird angle. It, and hold it down, it can press it, which is... <laughs> yeah, I've heard yeah. that a lot from readers, that Well, that it's happens. facing your wrist depending on whether you're right or left-handed, right? No. Uh, I don't know. David and I are both left-handed, uh, but he wears uh, his on his left hand. I, That's I'm, weird. I'm ambidextrous. <laughs> Fun facts oh, for snap. the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I've never by accident called 911 with my Apple Watch, but it does seem like it would be easy to do. So what I have is there's like the countdown alarm, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, to me, that's if you're like, because apparently David's going to be like in a hostage situation where he has to do this discreetly. <laughs> but like, no. otherwise, um, otherwise, you know, like, it's nice to know if you have the auto call on, like, at least you'll know it's about to call. And so you can stop it. It's just so funny because I never like thought that I, like, I never in my life prepared for a hostage situation until Apple had this feature and I'm like really <laughs> paranoid to turn it off. <laughs> yeah. Well, you want to make use of this. Yeah. yeah. You know, small that. towns in Iowa, they're very dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, if you want to have your tech questions answered and if you want our full educational service, go to iPhoneLife.com slash insider to sign up. And now, without further ado, let's get into the fall product release rumors. Just one quick clarification. Uh, we The daily tip is an email, uh, and to get the video tip, you have to subscribe to Insider. So we misspoke mm. a, little, a little bit earlier. So you get a free video tip with Insider, or you get a video tip with Insider and a free email tip with Tip of the Day. Uh, and Donna, right now, we're going to talk about iOS 12 and next episode. Uh, Donna's working on the iOS 12 guide. So there's never been a better time to subscribe because we just came out with the Apple Watch guide, which is amazing. And the iOS 12 guide is really a can't miss guide. You have to watch it to follow all the changes that are happening with your phone. Yes, I know. I'm excited for our next episode to talk about it because I've just been in iOS 12 world trying out all the fun new features. And it really is a lot 
there's a lot to learn mm-hmm. that you might either just be a little confused or not take advantage of all the new features if you yeah. don't know about them. So yeah. that's my plug uh, to sign up for Insider. So let's talk about the fall product release rumors. Um, we're expecting, first of all, we're expecting the event to be September 10th or 11th. Uh, last year it was on a Tuesday, but they've also done it on Mondays. The 10th is a Monday. Um, so that's coming up pre- like pretty fast. It is. It's happening. Yeah. yeah. So we want to talk about, each of us have chosen a device to talk about. There are, of course, iPhones that we're expecting, Apple Watches and iPads, as well as an updated AirPod um, and the AirPower charging mat. So we'll talk about all of that. Also, Macs. We don't, yeah. we don't you know, talk that much about desktop computers, but we can, we'll cover a little bit of those rumors as well. So starting out, there are going to be three new iPhones. Apparently. Are the rumors, yeah. We never know until they're announced. Yeah, so the most kind of what you would expect is there's an updated version of the iPhone X, which will be uh, 5.8 inches the display will be, which is the same as the current one. OLED display, $1,000, and it'll just have an upgraded, it'll be the A12 Bionic chip. Right now we have the A11. Um, Then, oh, and all of the devices, all three of the devices will not have a home button and will have edge-to-edge displays and the true depth camera for face ID. So that's, that's for people who have been resisting that change, now it looks like Apple's really going that route. <laughs> I mean, happening. you should do it because then you can do emojis. Yes. <laughs> I mean, all of us have the iPhone 10, and would you say you miss the home button? No. No. The only time I miss the home button is when somebody tries to use my phone who's used to using the home button, I have to like coach them how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of, of an adjustment, but I thought very little. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting. I just got an iPad, like I've been talking about getting one for years, but never felt that inspired because I have a laptop. But I just got one, and I found using the home button after using the iPhone 10 kind of annoying. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Once you go, once you switch. Um, but I will, the other thing is the notch. So many people complained about it. It doesn't bother me at all. Like, and the notch I is just really the little, like, dark section at the top of the display because they couldn't, they had to put the front-facing camera somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't find that to be a big deal either. So there'll be that updated version. There's going to be a 6.5 inch, the rumors say, there'll be a 6.5 inch, basically iPhone 10 Plus type device. That's huge, especially with the edge-to-edge display. Well, I'm assuming what it'll be is it'll be more or less the form factor of the Plus that it, that we have now, but it'll be yeah, edge-to-edge. So that's I think, true. I think it's, it'll be not any bigger than the Plus that we have, but it'll just be a huge screen, which it'll is kind of cool. Screen, which is cool, yeah. It's and so that's expected to start at one thousand one hundred dollars, but range from that to to thirteen hundred dollars. Okay. Um, and it'll have a larger battery that will apparently will have up to twenty five percent more capacity, um, which is nice. It and needed then, for a bigger screen. <laughs> yeah, but I guess like the way that I understood it is that it'll be. Even though it's powering a larger display, it should be enough room to make it last longer okay. than the iPhone X. Okay. Um, and then this is this is what's really interesting. They're coming out with a more budget model, apparently, that will be between six to seven hundred dollars. It'll be six point one inches the display, and it'll be LCD. So it, they won't. A lot of what made the iPhone X so expensive is the OLED display. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not going to include that but they will include basically a lot of the other iPhone 10 features. It will have Face ID, it will be edge to edge, 
but they'll use cheaper materials. It'll be LCD, they'll have uh, aluminum rather than steel casing, and uh, they won't include wireless charging, or that one was, I, there were mixed rumors on, but they won't include 3D touch. Um, 3D touch? That's been a feature for like years. I know, that's, so that's what, you know, that there'll be some features missing, including the 3D touch, wireless charging potentially, and it'll have a single rear-facing camera, so you won't be able to take portrait mode photos oh. um, from the rear-facing, but I believe you will be able to from the front-facing because it'll have the true-depth camera um, So or, it will have Face ID then? So it will have Face ID. Do it will guys... include Face ID and the edge-to-edge display. So in some ways, it's like it's just like a budget iPhone 10. Yeah. But that's has a little bit bigger. Okay, side comment. Do you guys find the portrait mode on the front-facing camera to be good. I, I struggle no, with it. I don't. I don't. On the rear-facing camera, I love it. I know. It makes actually, me look like I'm good at photography. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't have very wispy hair. Like, the the edges of my hair are pretty well-defined, I'd mm-hmm. say. And so I have found it to do well for selfies. Yeah, clearly for but me, that is say, not working. I was you're like working. a better person to test out the limits it does of what it, it can and, do. and I'm testing limits, and I'll tell you, it does not work for me. <laughs> does <laughs> it have, like, some hair that's, like, just basically a blur. It, it makes me look like, yeah, it, it crops out, like, all <laughs> of the curls. If you're not watching the video podcast, I have very curly hair, FYI. Yeah, yeah. which we're going to get into next episode when we talk about memojis yeah. and David's struggle to <laughs> the, find the a hairstyle memoji struggle. that matches him. <laughs> Um, a emoji hairstyle that matches me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, yeah. Good clarification. Um, David's like, hey. So let's spend a few minutes on this because I think the iPhones are the most important. Yeah. So to me, and we're going to talk about this leading up to it, and we'll spend a lot of time debating this after, of the three that are coming out, I was really intrigued by the budget version until mm-hmm. the portrait camera got lost because mm. I don't I love yeah. my OLED screen it's great but I don't need it I don't know that I would pay more for it uh and like I honestly couldn't really tell the difference between steel and aluminum yeah it's, that I don't care yeah, at all about it's really a step backwards in terms of like camera capabilities right well is yeah. it I think is there a budget phone now that doesn't have I mean that? well think about the fact that this is 600 to 700 dollars as a budget phone when like last yeah. year that was like the price right yeah no it's funny that we're calling it a budget phone for sure so I feel like we should have portrait mode for that price yeah I mean I guess to be honest I don't use portrait mode as much as I think that I would think that I would and so mm-hmm. To me, I actually feel like they're doing a pretty good job of like including a lot of the new features that people are excited about between Face ID and having the edge-to-edge display. And apparently the LCD display is still pretty nice. Yeah, I'm sure. So it seems like in a lot of ways you you get a lot of what you're hoping for for significantly less than the iPhone 10. I mean, to me, one of the questions with the camera is it's not just portrait mode. First of all, you have a two-time zoom on this camera, that which is miss. really nice. That's and it's true. a nicer camera. It has a lot of sensors and stuff baked in. So it's how nice of a camera is it? Because yeah. to me, I think cameras are one of the more underrated features of a phone. I find myself taking, like, I don't carry a camera. I think most people don't own digital cameras anymore. And it's because we have it on our phone, yet a lot of people don't value that when they're choosing what phone to get. Um, so it, 
I think to me it makes sense Apple's doing this because they kind of want to make it a difficult difficult decision, right? Like they don't want to yeah. put too much in the quote unquote budget version where nobody's going to buy the premium. Uh, but it's it's it'll be interesting. Yeah, if they just had the LCD display and no wireless charging and no 3D touch, like that still would just be like, okay, I can totally live without those features. I think for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I'm not and a fan of wireless charging. Really? I, I love it and I hate, I know we're gonna talk about uh, a dock <laughs> later. I hate docks. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you like wireless charging? One, because I've noticed um, that it heats up my phone. That's true. Mm. Um, so I always have to take it out of the case, which I don't actually mind because I like pop sockets. Um, and it is handy, like, if I just put it down on my desk, why not put it on a charger while I'm working? Um, but at the same time, I like to use my phone while it's charging. <laughs> I mean, like, having to keep my phone down when I could be using it is, like, clearly hard for me. Like, I'm definitely a candidate for that screen time feature of iOS 12. <laughs> <laughs> but the dock doesn't do any better for that. You really have to have a cable for that. Yeah, I don't feel like it heats my phone up. Like no, I'm concerned the about the, phone is the battery. Weird. I yeah. agree. And you're probably just docking it at home at night, right? I mean, yeah. So in that case, you're not using it. I I also don't love wireless charging the, as much um, because I've had it happen a lot of times actually, where I put it down to to charge, and in the morning it wasn't charged mm -hmm. because I like placed it a little bit wrong, or sometime in the night I went to look at the time and put it back down and didn't place it exactly right. Um, Belkin, I found to have some of the most reliable charging, and yeah. it seems like anywhere I put it on the charger, it works. That's Whereas nice. some of the other ones I've used, I've found to be a little less. It seems like it's charging it slower, and it seems a little less reliable. Yeah, yeah. it seems so a little slower. I mean, does it rapid charge if it's wireless? I'm so no. confused. No, it by depends that. on the charger, doesn't it? Um, I, I thought the rapid charging was just um, the, you can buy special lightning chargers for that. Yeah. Um, um, I think some, not all wireless chargers are created equal and some charge faster than others, but like the special rapid charging that Apple talks about, mm -hmm. my understanding that it was just, you have to have a special cord for that. Um, yeah. Uh, and then the last question I have for you guys, the bigger one, are you, are you guys intrigued by it? The 6.5 inch? No. No? Yeah. What about you? Not really. I... I mean, I went reluctantly up to a plus because yeah. I wanted that camera. Um, but, you know, like the iPhone 10 has a large display and the camera and it fits in my pocket. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually not planning on upgrading this year because I love my iPhone 10. I think it's great. It still seems to be working really well. Um, and I don't think there's anything mentioned here that would like lure me into buying a new phone some of this there might be new features with these yeah, updated ones that like know. we don't know yet there hasn't been a lot besides an updated processor that i've seen in terms of rumors yeah it's, yeah. A, it's a really interesting question if you have the iphone 10 are they giving you anything to upgrade because i agree with you like the processor's nice but i don't know that i'm going to spend up a thousand dollars for a faster processor when the processor i have is great yeah i know i think that it's maybe a better question for people who don't have the iPhone 10. Yeah. Like, which would they go for? Uh -huh. I mean, I personally think that this is the iPhone 10 is about the right size in terms mm -hmm. of, I don't know. I think that the Plus phones are pretty huge. Yeah. I feel like the reason I got into pop sockets was because the Plus phones were really just too big for my hand. <laughs> and, um, and I still enjoy using them because, you know, you can prop your phone up and not drop it on your face in bed. But 
yeah, like the plus is just too big. You know, you get used to it, but it's too big. I, I agree with you guys, but I will say I've heard from a number of our readers that they are very much looking forward to this exact phone, the edge-to-edge display on the plus size. Do you, do you know yeah. what the screen, the display size is of the iPad mini? I don't. I don't know it offhand, it. but I was thinking, I was like, with the 6.5 inch, I'm like, that can't be that much. That might be why they're, they're thinking of discontinuing the iPad mini. I know, but people, people love their yeah, we, yeah, we wrote a, a rumor post about the iPad mini, which um, the author's conclusion was probably not. And we got so many comments from people who were like, but I love my iPad mini. And, you know, like, do people really want to like use an iPad mini basically as their phone? I don't, I think it's a slightly different use. But I mean, it's the same form factor as the Plus, which sold very well. So a yeah. lot of people we'll do. See. And It'll I be used interesting. the Plus and it was okay. I, let's make this the question of the day. Which of these devices we talked about are you most intrigued by? Uh, pod, email us at podcast at iphonelife.com. So the budget phone, the we don't know if the iPhone 10 whatever they end up calling it next year yeah. or the iPhone 10 whatever they end up calling it next year plus or are you not are you not intrigued by any of these are you not wanting to upgrade so send us an email podcast at iphonelife.com or post in our Facebook group if you aren't signed up to our Facebook group make sure you do so we're having a lot of fun having a lot of interesting conversations uh, so to do that you go to uh, Facebook and you can search for iPhone, iPhone Life, Life group. group, yeah. Okay, there yeah. we go, iPhone Life group. So one thing that's been, I haven't seen consistently in rumors is what will these new iPhones be called? <laughs> Apple sort of got itself into a weird situation where we had the iPhone 7 and the iPhone 8, but we, are they just going to skip 9? Because they, they went straight to the iPhone 10 with the X. Because the 10 anniversary, whatever he calls it, the iPhone X, Apple's marketing is, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, I know. I, a lot of people call it the iPhone X. Well, it really annoys me because, you know, like, there's the numbers and then there's the Roman numerals and, like, Apple just throws them all together and you can't do that, Apple. I know. Our editors in this office Apple are does not whatever happy. It wants, yeah, but. they clearly do. I should we should we speculate? I have actually I have no idea. Yeah, no, I don't. I feel like maybe it would make sense for the budget one to be the iPhone nine or something, and then they might do the iPhone XS and XS Plus. I mean, okay, here's <laughs> something that I've been expecting for years and hasn't happened, so I'm, I don't know that I want to guess this because I'll probably be wrong, but Apple years ago removed the numbers from the iPad. It was the iPad 1, the iPad 2, the iPad 3, and now it's just iPad Pro, and they have generations. Mm-hmm. And to me, that would make a lot of sense to have, like, iPhone Plus, iPhone Pro and iPhone SE or something uh, and just each year have it be next generation but get rid of like the naming convention for it. I don't think they'll do that because if they were going to they would have done it years ago but uh, I have no idea how they're going to solve this. <laughs> yeah I know I was just looking at our rumor roundup and there there was the iPhone 9, iPhone 11 and iPhone 10 plus like but that seems it does not it's seems so very clean. Confusing. Or 10s. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll just have to see. But I guess it does explain a little bit why some of these updates seem a little more incremental because last year was such a big breakthrough with Face ID and the edge-to-edge. So it makes sense that this year a lot of the rumors are just saying upgraded processor, things like that. I mean, that's kind of always been like 
how Apple does it. They upgrade yeah. sort of like the form factor and all that. And then the next year they're like, and now it's faster with better battery life. But I yeah. also think that this year is, is kind of sneaky exciting in that they're taking a lot of the really great features that were in the really expensive phone and bringing them to the more affordable phone. And so yeah. I think for a lot of people, they didn't want to upgrade. They didn't want to spend $1,000 for the iPhone 10, but they knew that those features were really great. And so now they get those features. Now, if you're somebody who likes Touch ID or likes your home button, you're really not excited about that. But that's another story. Yeah. How much do you think the iPhone 10 will cost once they come out with the new phones? That's something I thought that might be a good they'll option probably, for people. They'll probably keep it around. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if I were updating from an older phone, I'd either get the new 6.1 inch LCD display one, or I'd get an iPhone 10 and like save a little money because it has basically most of the features you'd want, you know? All right, should I tell you guys about iPads? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I have been, I, I, I've been complaining about this a lot on the podcast. So if you listen regularly, you're probably sick of hearing about it. I have an iPad Air. It is very old and very slow, and iOS 11 made it basically unusable. And I've been waiting all year for them to come out with a new iPad so that I can upgrade, because I didn't want to upgrade before they did. So here are the rumors for what they're expecting. They're expecting edge to two new iPads, although some rumors have a third iPad, which we don't know much about. Uh, two mm -hmm. new iPads, edge-to-edge -edge display, and basically they're gonna keep the same form factor for the iPad Pro, but then it would make it, if it was edge to edge, it'd be 11 inches instead of 10.5 inches. And then the iPad Pro Plus, I don't know what, <laughs> what I, I don't know what it's called, I'm sorry. Uh, or it the, might just the be larger, iPad Pro. The larger iPad Pro. I mean, like they just seem to call it by the size, like yeah. 12.9 12. 12. inch. Yeah, 12.9? The 12 point, Five inch, I believe, is going to remain 12.5 inches. In other words, they're going to shrink that form factor, leave it the same screen size, but it'll be a smaller form factor. And it again, it'll be edge to edge display. It'll be the rumors are edge to edge display. It will not be OLED screen, uh, and that's the same for the reason most likely that we just talked about that the OLED screens are by far the most expensive part of the manufacturing process. And you know, if you think a screen for a five inch phone is expensive, try a screen for a 12 inch iPad. And um, already iPads are a lot more expensive than other tablets. And so are yeah. they going to like make it like jump it even higher? Yeah, right totally. Um, and, but it will have face ID. Uh, it remains to be seen if it'll be a notch or because it's a bigger device, some people are speculating that they might be able to build those sensors into the bezel. Oh, that'd um, be cool. I'm guessing it'll be a notch, but we'll see about that. Um, and that's basically it. Of course, it'll have a faster processor. People are saying in addition to Face ID, because it'll have Face ID, it'll have the, the I think it's called the True Depth front-facing camera. Uh -huh. So we'll be able to use Memojis on it, which everyone's excited about. <laughs> um, and that's essentially it. Now, there is some rumors of a third iPad. This is something that it was in a filing in the EU that they filed for three iPads, and nobody really knows much about this third one. So it's possible that this will be something that hasn't, that is a pretty new device. It's also possible it could be an iPad mini, and the rumors of them not doing iPad mini is wrong. Um, so that's essentially it for the iPads. I'm really excited about it. That being said, I think you know, Sarah, you just got the, uh, what, what, the education the, iPad, what's well, it called? It's the sixth generation iPad. Okay. 
It's that the one they just released. This year. Yeah. And how are yeah. you liking it? I love it. I actually was just like, I should have an iPad because I write about them, and it's kind yeah. of silly that like I'm I just play with the Office one sometimes, um, and I I thought I was mostly just just going to be my Netflix vehicle, but I've actually been. <laughs> it's great for like as an editor, you know, you often end up marking up pages, and I can do it. I don't even have to print them out. I just do it with like my Apple pencil and mm. and. Um, and it's great That's if nice. if I want like a second screen, but I'm like mobile, you know, I can just like set it up there and I'll have my laptop and I can even have like two keyboards going because I have a, a keyboard for it. I don't know. I'm finding it. I did not think I was going to be using it for work, but that's mostly what I'm using it for. I mean, to me, yeah. that, that's been my impression of the iPad is it's hard to explain why you need it, but when you have it, you use it a lot and love it. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people I talk to have that exact experience. That being said, I haven't used mine for work that much. I mean, yours is really slow. It's really slow. <laughs> I mean, but it also depends, like, what do you use, what, what do you use a computer for for work? Because I'm mostly, like, dealing with PDFs and, like, word processing stuff, right? Yeah, and I do use it for work in, in terms of email. Like, I'll definitely email from it, but I, I'd have to get a keyboard. If I think if I had a keyboard, I could use it for work. And I think if I the next iPad I get, I will get a keyboard for it. The point I was coming to, though, is I'm not convinced that it's that these upgrades are going to make it worth it to get the iPad Pro versus the iPad that you have. Right. I actually, part of the reason I assumed I was it was going to be like an entertainment device, which is silly because I don't actually watch that much TV, <laughs> um, was just because, you know, it's not the iPad Pro. But then when I think about it, it's not like I'm doing like a lot of graphic design stuff or anything that requires a lot of processing power. It doesn't take a huge amount of processing power to like mark mm -hmm. up a PDF or mm -hmm. type some words. So yeah, it's, it's kind of perfect. And it was like pretty inexpensive. I mean, I have the most expensive version of the iPhone 10, and I'm like, it's crazy that this much bigger thing is like so much less expensive. Yeah, I mean, it starts at 329, right? Yeah, I and think I got the largest amount of storage. Which because is nice. The so one time nice. I do watch movies is like on the plane, and so I wanted room to have a whole bunch of like Netflix episodes and yeah. movies. I will say that I have, my iPad Air is, uh, LTE compatible mm. and I love that feature because a lot of times when you go to when you're I use it a lot when I'm traveling and when I go to a hotel or from an airport either it doesn't have Wi-Fi or they're charging me for Wi-Fi or the Wi-Fi is painfully slow and it's really nice to be able to work with having an LTE device now you can of course do a hotspot with your iPhone but I, I don't know. I like the convenience of that, and I'm considering I mean, doing that. You Do you have a cellular plan with your uh, I do, iPad? yeah. yeah. yeah Interesting. I, do you? No. Um, I can see why that would be useful, but I'm mostly using it as a second screen, and so, mm -hmm. you know, like, I don't need to be consistently on Wi-Fi, and so I would generally be using the laptop most consistently, mm -hmm. so... Interesting. Yeah, um, I really like that the iPad model that you got, Sarah, has Apple Pencil compatibility because it's the only one yeah. that's not a pro that yeah. has that. I, yeah. I got the Apple Pencil because, again, I was like, I should have more experience with this. Um, but I love it. And it's <laughs> really? just like I've just been so surprised by how much I am really enjoying the Apple Pencil as well. I'm surprised, David, in a way that you're saying that you don't know that it's worth it because I feel like you've been waiting for this pro with Face ID and an edge-to-edge -edge display for so long. I mean, I will do it because I'm a sucker for the latest, greatest technology. But as 
a someone who advises other people on this <laughs> stuff, I don't know that I would advise other people to do it. <laughs> You're just saying you don't know if it's worth that that amount of extra money. Because it's gonna be, I think it'll end up being like seven, eight hundred bucks versus three fifty, and you yeah. get basically the same functionality but an edge edge screen, and it's like. With your phone, you carry it in your pocket, so I think it matters a lot, the portability of an edge-to-edge display. That's why, because I used to, like we talked about, I used to carry the iPhone Plus, and it was a big phone to carry in my pocket all day. With an iPad, portability matters more than a laptop, but less than a phone, and I don't know how much I care about edge-to-edge display, other than I'm, you know, an Apple fanboy who will always get the latest, greatest stuff. Right. And I do think that it's like you've been kind of waiting for a bigger breakthrough in order to want to upgrade your mm-hmm. iPad. So other people in that boat might feel the same way. Like I have an old iPad now, like what, five years have passed or four or whatever. And now there's actually something new mm-hmm. to upgrade yeah. to. Like you'll be, you'll have the Apple Pencil, you'll have Face ID. I think Face ID is one of those features I really love. I know some people have trouble with it, but like logging into all of your apps and making purchases and things like that, the Face ID authentication is so much, so seamless. I like it. Uh, I've I've gotten spoiled. I'm used to it. Sarah has trouble with it. Okay, well, so the thing is you actually have to hold your phone a distance, a certain distance from your face in order for it to work. And I, apparently I use my phone in bed all the time because if I don't have my glasses on, like my phone is like right here and it doesn't work. Just hold it farther away though. But I can't even (laughs) see it, right? I mean, I'm really blind. But I... When Face ID works, it works so fast that it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I'm using Touch ID with my iPad, and I never have to type in my passcode on my iPad. It always works, but it is slower. Yeah. Um, But with Face ID, I type my passcode into my phone multiple times a day. Well, what I also love about Face ID is you get the preview of the notifications. So you don't have to, because a lot of times yeah. I'm looking at my phone, I just want to see the text message, what, what what they sent. I have it on private so that like it doesn't display it unless my phone's unlocked. And with Face ID, I can look at my lock screen and it'll, uh, it'll show me the preview if it uses Face ID. Yeah, Face ID is great, I think. Um, so let's talk about the Apple Watch. Yeah, the Apple Watch. Um, so the Apple Watch Series 4, uh, there's been some rumors about like a major redesign, like they're talking about Apple getting rid of the buttons and things like oh, that. Wow. I think if that is going to happen, it's not this time. Okay. I think that the rumors of a larger display are quite likely to be true. I doubt they'll make the chassis bigger. I think they'll just make the bezels smaller. Um, I hope so. That'd be a very Apple thing to do. <laughs> yeah, and there's a, possibly a bigger battery. I don't know, like, the Series 3 was already thicker than the other three before three before it, yeah, because there was the mm. original and then one and two. Um, so I don't know. I mean, better battery life would be great, and that makes sense because there's also rumors of, in addition to advanced heart rate tracking, which takes up a lot of battery, built-in sleep tracking, like a, an Apple sleep tracking app, or integration into the health and activity tracking, which would be great. I feel like the Series 3 is almost there in terms of battery life. Like, I could go 24 hours without charging really? my watch. Yeah. I couldn't at all. I mean, I have the OG. Yeah. But when, when I had the OG, yeah. if I wanted to work out, I had to charge my Apple Watch again <laughs> because, like, one full workout would, like... Yeah. It, like, doesn't quite last the day. Yeah. And I have done, um, you know, like, a whole bunch of yard work, which, you know, like, that ends up being a lot of calorie counting for your Apple Watch, and a workout in one day, and... 
it was still like, oh, you're at like 70%, you know? Wow. <laughs> Would you wear your Apple Watch to bed? Because to me, it just feel a little uncomfortable. I don't like wearing trackers to bed. I I went through a, a phase where I like tested a whole bunch of fitness trackers and my plan was to do a whole roundup. But honestly, I disliked all of them so much compared to my Apple Watch that I, I didn't do it. Mm -hmm. um, although we have, you know, put some of that product testing into other articles, but as a roundup, yeah. it didn't happen. Um, I don't like wearing things to bed, but a lot of people who wear fitness trackers don't mind. They do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, and I, I, I know that a lot of people, similar to like people will do calorie tracking for a week to get a sense of what they're intaking. Like I think people do that with sleep tracking too, where they might not make that their like new normal to wear that to bed all the time, but they want to get an idea of how well they're sleeping mm -hmm. right. and like learn some of their patterns and habits. And I think I would be willing, if I was having trouble sleeping, I might be willing to do that for yeah. like a week, but I would not want to wear my Apple watch consistently to yeah. bed. Yeah. In, in the current issue that we have on the newsstands right now, I wrote an article about like health monitoring devices. And one of them was a sleep tracker. I think it was called like sleep max. And I really liked that because, um, you don't have to wear it. And you can even use it if you share a bed with someone else, as long as it's closer to you than it is to them. Mm. And that was kind of like my style. It didn't have yeah, to go under my mattress cool. or, you know, that is nice. so I liked that. Um, so and other things that I think we can definitely assume are going to happen is like a faster processor mm -hmm. and possibly more RAM. Like, I guess right now there's like 768 um, megabytes. Thank you. And so it might go all the way up to one gigabyte. And so a lot more speed. Mm -hmm. And that'd be great. I will say, whereas with my Apple Watch, or sorry, with my iPad, it, because it's old, I've been really wanting to upgrade it. It feels like I'll get a lot of benefit from upgrading. Like we said, I have the original Apple Watch, and I don't know. It works great. Yeah. I don't have any real desire to upgrade. There's no, none of the features have compelled me to upgrade yet. So I, I need to yeah. upgrade because oh, my, yeah. my original Apple Watch just, the display popped off. Okay. Um, and so, and I'm outside of warranty, clearly, because it's been so long. So... I'm in the market to get a new one, and one thing that I've been wanting to wait and see is if the Series 4 is going to be compatible with the air power charging mat. Apple yeah. is expected to come out with this air power charging mat, which will be able to charge your iPhone, Apple Watch, and AirPods, and so that leads into most likely we'll be seeing AirPods with wireless charging. But um, I've seen mixed rumors about whether or not the Series 3 watches might also be able to work with the air power mat, in which case I might just get a series three and save a little money. Mm -hmm. But I would really like that if I could have one charging mat that I could charge all my devices yeah. on. Yeah. If there's one Apple device that I feel zero need to upgrade regularly, it would be the Apple Watch. And I'm a really heavy user of the yeah. Apple Watch. I work out all the time and I love being able to like get messages and notifications on it. Um, and apparently check the time and the weather because at times when I haven't had my Apple Watch with me, I've been really annoyed that I didn't know what the temperature was when I could just go outside. Um, or use your phone. Right, but like pulling your phone out when you can just do this. Is oh, like, I'm yeah. with you, I'm with yeah. you. Um, so I, but at the same time, I was so happy for so long with my like OG Apple Watch. Um, and I think the reason I finally switched was because there were some like swim tracking and better... Uh, music uh, mm -hmm. playlist, you know, usefulness and and just some like upgrades to the fitness tracking that were very compelling to me. But honestly, except for the battery life, which is great on the S3, I even still could be using the OG Apple Watch. I really am scared about these 
rumors of larger displays if it's going to mean a bigger form factor because already yeah. the yeah. apple watch i feel like is bulky my biggest yeah. complaint about the apple watch is i don't find it to be that attractive mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i really and like with watches a watch that matters yeah i really, really like watches does. with a round display i was kind of hoping that apple would there, do that at some there point. are rumors that it will do that but i wonder if it's just wishful thinking from people yeah, I think so. who because, feel the same way as me yeah, yeah because that is like an entire software redesign yeah. all the yeah. developers will have to completely redo their apps it will be huge i yeah. mean apple is not afraid to like upset all the developers <laughs> and and everyone who makes accessories you know they're just like whatever but i That's still true. think it's i'd be shocked ways off it's yeah. ways off yeah yeah but i it does seem like most likely it'll be a larger display but they'll just shrink the bezels and keep it the yeah. same size i don't see how they could get bezels, away with making it bigger it can't it's, be bigger i, I mean i i have like i feel like they're not that big though well i mean like There's they are they're like this whole here. area here yeah yeah, I guess that's true. Um, I guess, uh, what was I going to say? I don't remember. Something about the size and shape of that watch? Right. I have maybe like an average size wrist, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like there's plenty of, I'm like not super tall, but I'm not like petite either. And there's plenty of women who have much smaller wrists who are shorter, who just like this 38 millimeter Apple watch looks gigantic on them. Mm-hmm. I know. And it's the reason they don't wear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... And I don't see how you go to a bigger form factor. I know. It's a little scary. It makes me, again, feel like they need to think a little bit more about different size people. And Yeah, for sure. Can I tell you a product that I am really excited about that we haven't discussed yet? Yeah. The AirPods. Me too. Yeah, let's talk about the AirPods. Everybody has been telling me how obsessed with the AirPods they are. And you have to understand, in our office, we get any AirPods for free and so we test a lot of them we like a lot of them to be fair but the fact that people are still so obsessed with the airpods there's something pretty it sounds like there's something pretty special about them i've been wanting to buy them for a while but i've been holding out till i've been holding out all of my products till september so yeah no i'm the same way i lost my airpods i had a pair last year that i really liked Mm -hmm. um but the new ones are most likely going to have hey siri Mm-hmm. compatibility right now you have to tap on it yeah. to summon siri and then also wireless charging it's the wireless charging that gets me and yeah. the um like i think just better sound yeah there's some sort of like <laughs> the wow my brain good. has checked out of this podcast <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> that's because we've gone way over time yeah there you go that's true of all the things i'm expecting this fall this is the one i'm definitely buying which the probably AirPods, means yeah, now I'm that a, I said that, it will be the one thing I don't buy. Yeah, I'm that's 100% how it goes. on the AirPods. I definitely will this fall buy an iPad and we'll see which one I buy. Let's right. quickly quickly just tell people about the MacBooks. Yeah. That's the, you know, we've covered all the main rumors um, for iOS, but we, Apple's expected to come out with new MacBooks this fall too, which but is But didn't exciting. they just come out with a new MacBook Pro? So this is part of Apple's ridiculous naming convention. There's MacBooks, MacBook Airs, and MacBook Pros. They just came out with a MacBook Pro, which for the record, look amazing. David I wants. just bought a MacBook Pro, like, I don't know, a few months ago. Uh, and the biggest, in my opinion, the, mo- the one of the most important things with a computer is the RAM. A lot of people focus on the processors, which matter, but the RAM is really important. Mm-hmm. And Apple, for the most part, has, for the MacBook Pros, has not allowed you to upgrade beyond 16 gigabytes of RAM, which really, in my opinion, isn't enough if you, for a pro computer. Finally, finally, they have a 32 gigabyte of RAM option. 
and they have the latest Intel processors. So in my opinion, it was actually, even though they kind of dropped it early, they didn't do it as part of the, um, as part of the September oh, announcement. Yeah. And the form factor hasn't changed really. They have a new keyboard, which I personally don't care about, but people seem excited about. I think it's a really big upgrade because of the, the two things that matter the most for a computer are the processor and the RAM, and they upgraded both of those. Could you quickly describe why RAM's more important? Just for yeah. People? So RAM basically is the thing that makes your computer fast most of the time. So uh, when you open up a new software, how quickly it opens is usually determined by RAM, how many softwares you can have running at the same time, mm -hmm. how many tabs you have open on your web browser. Those are things that RAM juggles. So RAM is short-term memory. Uh, it's like the working memory. It's yeah, yeah. It's basically like whatever tasks your computer is handling. Like so, it's not like things are temporarily there and then. And the processor is more like how many files and software programs you have stored on your device, but not how many you're, like what you're currently doing. Yeah, and uh, to be honest, this is we don't cover Mac enough for me to get too detail oriented <laughs> on this. But what I can tell you is RAM determines. If you're using a complex software like video editing, it determines how quickly that software will, will work. It determines how quickly your software is open. And it determines how many softwares you can have open at the same time and how many like uh, browser tabs you can have open. So those are things that so really matter a lot. Super important. Really well, important. Yeah. I, I know we've talked about before that I am the kind of person who gets angry with Siri when she doesn't understand me. I'm also the kind of person who gets angry when my computer is really slow. Yeah. The rainbow wheel of death. That's because you don't have enough RAM. Yep. 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 <laughs> or you All have right. a faulty software. So let's move on to complaints and learning before we wrap up the episode. Unless any, you had anything else to say about the Macs. Oh, well, we just talked about the MacBook yeah, we skipped Pro the that just came out. But... Um, there's expected to be new MacBooks, an iMac, and a Mac Mini. Yeah, it's crazy. Apple's going crazy this September. Yeah, and then a new, a new, what they, like a lower end MacBook, which would be the MacBook Air, but apparently Apple's going to be dropping that naming convention of the Airs, so we'll see. But I feel like a, I actually don't have like a home laptop right now and I don't need one that has a ton of power because I mainly use it for word processing. And so I'd be curious about like a one of the really slim, small MacBooks mm -hmm. that you can just kind of pack away. I mean, I have a teeny little MacBook Air um, and uh, I it works perfectly for me. I Yeah, and I've complained in the past that Apple's laptop uh, lineup is really confusing and none of them are quite right. Like the Air is actually heavier than the MacBook, uh, which doesn't make any sense. Uh, and each one has certain features that you want, but none of them have the full feature set, which is you want a light computer with a fast processor with fast RAM uh, and you want it to be cheap and they, don't, they just don't have it quite right. So I'm, I'm hoping that they retool it to make it uh, their lineup more clear, have better, like, here's your option for your budget, here's your option for your portability, and the Pro they already came out with, and I think they did a great job with. Cool. All right, so we wouldn't want to do an episode without our complaints and learning. <laughs> David, <laughs> you want to start Always off complaints, here? right? <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I had a complaint that turned into a learning. All right. Um, so my complaint was <laughs> whenever I'm driving somewhere, I, I, I like to listen to podcasts a lot of the time, and... If I'm going someplace where I'm using Apple Maps, when Apple Maps was giving me directions, 
it would go over the podcast and then I missed a part of the podcast. I could have helped you with that. I figured that I was going to talk <laughs> about something that was a daily tip. Uh, but nonetheless, I discovered it on my own because <laughs> um, we have we have over 900 daily tips at this point, so it's <laughs> hard to keep track of. Yeah. Uh, if you go into your settings, into your Apple Maps, there's a setting that you can toggle on or off that pauses your spoken word uh, things, which would be audiobooks and podcasts, uh, when Apple Maps is giving you directions, which is really nice. Now, go ahead. I can turn your learning into a complaint. Okay, go ahead. It only works for spoken audio, and so if you're like me and you sing in the car along to your music, <laughs> and then Apple Maps like ruins everything by like talking over your music, it's really annoying. I'm gonna double down on the complaining part of it, but it might turn into learning. You'll have to tell me. On the home pod, if I'm listening to a podcast and then I try to use Siri, it won't pause the podcast. Really? Is there a way to fix that? Do you guys know? I, I don't know. I don't know. So I mean, it's very hard complain. to change the settings on your home pod yeah. because it's all Siri and there's really not a lot of options. Like, you can't even choose what alarm sound you get on your home pod. Or how That's loud so the alarm is, and it's too loud. <laughs> I don't use it for an alarm, unless, you know, like, because it's like, um, I like to choose how I'm woken up. What always yeah. happens to me is I forget to set an alarm. I'm lying in bed. I don't want to get up. So I go, hey, Siri, send an alarm. My HomePod sets the alarm, and in the morning it wakes me up with this really jarring, loud alarm that I have Ugh. no control over. Yeah, yeah that sounds frustrating. The, it's hear so my, useless. Do you guys want to hear my Yes. yes. Um, this is actually something that someone from our Facebook group pointed out, and this was after seeing our daily tip about how to remove people from your, like, mail list when you're sending an email and don't want an old email popping mm -hmm. up, the tip that I told you guys about earlier in this episode, you can't do the same thing in the messages app. Right. And yeah, I think that person emailed that. me. Yeah. So I saw that email and I'm like, yeah, because I tried to do that too. Sometimes when you're texting someone and starting to type in the to field, a suggestion will pop up that you don't want. And there's not that same info mm. icon next to their name to yeah, do the same thing. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd and be good. so Apple should get on that. Yeah. What about you, Sarah? Um, well, after talking about how much I love my iPad, I do have a complaint, um, <laughs> which is that if you're doing markups, if you're marking up a photo, um, you can't choose how, th you can't set the thickness of the line. It depends how hard you push. And I've tried so hard to just press barely and I can't get like the thin lines I want, <laughs> right? But I mean, if you're doing it and you can't do that in, in same in the notes app. Um, if you have it saved as a PDF, then you can set the thickness of the line. And that's so important if you're like writing on something <laughs> to be mm -hmm. able to have like a thinner line so it's legible. Mm -hmm. Have you tried iOS 12 beta on your iPad? No, I kind of hate iOS 12 beta and we'll get that into the we'll get into that in the next because uh, oh. it's a new episode. feature. It's a nudes feature in Is iOS it? 12. Oh, yeah, yay. in the okay. notes app and in yeah. Mark, just in Mark I like in to general, have... you can set the line width and the opacity before wow, going problem in. solved. Yeah. Well, I, I wanna have one device that has iOS eleven and because I'm having to start writing about iOS 12 now. It really has to be my phone that has iOS 12. Yeah, but once it's not the beta anymore, that'll be something you can look forward to on Yay. your iPad. <laughs> well, stay tuned because next episode, we're going to tell you all about iOS beta and our experiences. Yay. Yeah, so check that out. Um, before we wrap up the episode, I just wanted to request that if you like this show, make sure to rate us on iTunes. That will help other people find our show too. So you can do that either through the podcasts app on your iPhone. Uh, you can leave a rating and leave a review if you want, or you can 
do that on iTunes on your desktop. So uh, that would be a huge favor to us. And thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thanks, thanks everyone. everyone.